Welcome to the Teach From Home podcast. I'm Beth, your host, and you're listening to episode 25. This episode is all about the origins of unschooling. Based on comments and questions I get on my unschooling videos on my YouTube channel, it's clear that a lot of people think that unschooling means not trying to guide your children in any kind of learning and letting them choose whatever they want to do all the time. But this was not even close to what John Holt, the man who coined the term in the first place, envisioned when he came up with the term. So I'm starting a new series of episodes where I go straight to the source on the topic of unschooling, which is the books written by John Holt himself. In doing so, we'll stop wondering what type of unschooling is the right way and cut through the noise of people thinking it's child neglect and see exactly what he said about why schools don't work and what we should do instead. So let's get into it. So many people that are looking into homeschooling find out about unschooling and are really confused about what it really means and what it looks like. And so many comments that I get on my unschooling videos are saying things like, why don't you want to teach your kids? How do they actually learn things? How will they learn how to write? How will they learn how to read? How are they going to learn how to do math if you're unschooling? And I think that's because they believe that unschooling equals not teaching your children anything. So today I want to clear the air about unschooling and tell you exactly where it came from, who came up with the term in the first place, and what he actually meant by it. So welcome to Teach From Home, I'm Beth, and the person who came up with the term in the first place was John Holt, and I have read almost all of his books, and I also interviewed Pat Ferenga, who worked with John while he was still alive at his company, Growing Without Schooling, and then ended up being left the company with the board that John Holt left behind. So I was able to read all of his books and study his work and what he believed, and then also got to interview somebody that worked right alongside of him. So I have a pretty good idea of what he meant by the term unschooling and what he really wanted to see people do with their children. John Holt was a school teacher at first and then realized that a lot of what was happening in the schools was not really serving children to learn in the best way. He originally tried to do some reform in the public schools to make sure that kids were actually getting what they needed and that they were actually succeeding and feeling confident about what they were learning and, and trying to change up how we do things in the school system and eventually realized that he can't change the school system and instead people should just try to unschool. And what what he meant by unschooling was kids learning in a way that is not looking like school and not in a school building. And when I talked to Pat Ferenga about this, he said, you know, what he meant by it was basically what homeschooling is too. That means taking your kids out of the traditional school system and teaching them at home in a different way. So that's all that he meant by that. He did not say, stop teaching your kids. Don't try to teach them anything. I don't know where this thought came from, but that's what people think of when they think of unschooling. And that's not what he was talking about. Another quote that I have from Instead of Education, written by John Holt, says, Letting kids explore the world in their own way and in as many areas as possible, direct and control their own lives. So, again, a lot of people think like, 
They have to be radical unschoolers, which don't try to parent their children, don't try to teach their children, just let their kids make the, all of their own decisions for their own lives. And I don't know if all radical unschoolers do this, but that's what a lot of people tell me that they think radical unschoolers do. They think that they just let the kids run the show. What John said was, in as many areas as possible, the kids will direct and control their own lives. It doesn't mean that they control every aspect of their life and parents don't have them do anything that they don't want to do. So I just want to clear that up. Another quote from this book, Instead of Education, says, The opposite of the school, which is a system of compulsion, coercion, bribe, and threat. So what he's saying is kids are forced to go to school. They have no choice. They must learn those things that someone else has already chosen for them to learn. They are not able to learn it in their own way. They are not able to go at their own pace. And they're tested on these things, whether they want to be tested on them or not. And if they do not comply, if they do not learn the things they're supposed to, if they don't get the good grades on the test, if they don't come to school every single day, there are consequences for that. They are bribed to do well with good grades, with gold stars, with candy, with pizza parties. Instead of letting kids learn based on their own desire to learn more about something, they have to be forced or bribed or threatened to learn these things and comply with the school system. Here's another quote from the book. It says, John Holt determines that he, as a teacher, is more often than not getting in the way of children's learning. Rather than nurturing learning, the teacher's presence and questions often inhibit learning in children, making them think more about what the teacher wants rather than the actual subject at hand. So he realized he moved from classroom reformer to school reformer to social reformer because he realized more and more that schooling is not the same as education, nor is education the same as learning. Holt's eyes were on a different goal, not just alternative schools, but alternatives to school. So the question is, if John Holt did not want people to take their kids to school and to learn things that the school board or the Department of Education chooses for them to learn, then what are they supposed to do to learn? So this is what he says, which is a lot of what homeschoolers were doing at that time anyway. This is how kids learn alternatively. Eschewing school schedules for personal learning schedules. Enrolling in independent study programs. Taking individual courses at different schools and community colleges. Using community resources such as pools and playgrounds for meetings and group play. Attending learning centers, museums, concerts, lecture series at colleges and libraries. And creating new local resources such as learning exchanges and local environmental protection groups. Basically what he wanted instead was self-directed purposeful, meaningful life and work. What he was saying was that the school system was teaching our was giving our kids an education which meant learning cut off from active life and done under pressure of bribe or threat, greed and fear. Instead, he wanted our kids out doing meaningful, purposeful, self-directed things. He says in this book, I'm speaking to 
Parents, teachers, would-be teachers, and students themselves who believe that children, like all people, will live better, learn more, and grow more able to cope with the world if they are not constantly bribed, wheedled, bullied, threatened, humiliated, and hurt. If they are not set endlessly against each other in a race which all but a few must lose. If they are not constantly made to feel incompetent, stupid, untrustworthy, guilty, fearful, and ashamed. If their interests, concerns, and enthusiasms are not ignored or scorned. And if instead they are allowed, encouraged, and if they wish, helped to work with and help each other, to learn from each other, and to think, talk, write, and read about the things that most excite and interest them. In short, if they are able to explore the world in their own way, and in as many areas as possible, direct and control their own lives, which is a quote that I said earlier. So what can unschooling look like? It can look like Letting your kids choose their own activities. That doesn't mean all of their activities. It means if there's something that they're interested in, let them do it. It means giving your kids space to explore, to experiment, to think about things, to ask questions, and to attempt to answer them themselves. It means that parents are helpful aids to them rather than teachers. The outcome that all parents should want for their kids is for them to be able to figure out the answers to questions themselves rather than being dependent on others who have power over them to teach it to them. So in conclusion, the school system is made up of compulsion, coercion, bribery, and threat. Unschooling means we know that our kids are already curious about a lot of things, and when we take them out of that system and those four walls of a school, we can use any resources in the world to pursue learning with them in a way that they get excited about and at the pace that they want to go at and not trying to treat them like they are people who will not ever learn anything unless someone teaches it to them. Giving them the respect that they deserve, that they are capable of learning things, of figuring things out, of exploring and experimenting to find out what they are interested in and the answers that they want to receive. And I think a lot of us can agree that just because kids go to school for 12 years does not mean that they will learn anything or be able to remember any of those things when they actually leave school. Because if the motivation is not there, if the desire to learn is not there, you cannot force anyone to learn that does not want to. And that's what the school system tries to do. I will be doing more videos in this series about the basics of unschooling, how it got started, why it got started in the first place, what it really means, and lots of examples of unschooling. So that you can make sure that your kids who are individuals with individual needs and individual interests can pursue learning in their own way so that they can be successful and joyful in life. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode. If you like my podcast, you'll probably like my YouTube channel as well, so make sure that you follow the link in the show notes of this episode and subscribe over there. I also highly suggest you sign up for my newsletter so that you get my latest content and stories sent straight to your inbox. 
And lastly, if you want to get a hold of me directly, my email address is also listed in the show notes. And I love connecting with you and helping you out with your specific issues through email. So send me something if you need to. Until next time, I hope that you're having wonderful times making memories with your kids.